Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala Resulullah ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ecma'in. Uh, one time the Prophet he mentioned sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam uh, to the sahaba about, about backbiting. Basically gave, in general, a warning about backbiting. And he was asked a very valid question. What if what you're saying about the person behind their back, because the Prophet, he mentioned if you say something behind their back and they wouldn't like it, then that's backbiting. And someone asked the Prophet, but what if what you're saying is true? It's a very logical question. It's a valid question. What if what you're saying, i.e. behind the person's back that they wouldn't like, what if it's true? The Prophet said, if it's true, then it's backbiting, and if it's false, then it's slander. So that's, it's still bad, right? And it still shouldn't be done, but it's even worse if what someone is saying, the person, they wouldn't like it, it's behind their back, and it's false, so it's one, uh, one bad thing on top of another. We ask Allah to protect us both ways. We ask Allah to protect us from being those who may backbite about others, who may slander others. We want to, step one, we want to prevent ourselves from being that type of person. And then two, we also ask Allah to protect us, generally speaking, from that being done to us and being done about us. The, 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 the image that Allah gives us in Surah Al-Hujurat is as if you're eating the flesh of your dead brother. Would any of you love to eat the flesh? Even Allah doesn't just say like, would you like it? Would you be okay with it? Would any of you love that? What's something that you love? Think of, someone may think that I love this in my life, I love that, I love that, I love... When you love something, it's different than you're okay with it. Like the way that some people approach this concept of backbiting as if people are like a type of cuisine, a type of buffet, right? And they're just ready, they can't wait to sink their teeth into that filet mignon. That's not filet mignon, that is the flesh of your brother, of your Muslim brother or sister. So Allah gives us this, this vivid image and Allah words it in that specific way on purpose to make us feel disgusted. Would any of you love not just to eat the flesh of another person after they've died? What happens after a person, they pass away? The body begins to rot. This is the image, the putrid image that Allah is giving us. That that's what a person is doing spiritually to themselves, if that's what they're doing. Now, if someone actually physically went and they did that, right, zombie style, if they did and they actually did that, God forbid, then what's going to happen to them? They're going to end up in the hospital. They're going to end up throwing up. They're going to end up paying the price because of eating the flesh of, of their dead brother. And Allah says, would any of you love to do that? Not just would you be, none of us would be willing to do that, Period. Allah is asking, would, you, would any of you love to do that? And then Allah answers the question, You would hate it. You would despise it. So when, when the Prophet is teaching us that this is something that we need to be extremely careful of, especially look at the question that the Prophet was asked. But what if it's true? What if you're saying something behind someone's back that you know they wouldn't like it if you said it in front of them? What if it's true the Prophet is still forbidding it? That's not an excuse. The Prophet is saying that is still 100% forbidden. Now how many people take it a step further in a bad way and they say bad things about people to them in front of them and they insult them and make fun of them and put them down and... What does Allah specify at the beginning of the ayah? Allah says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا O you who believe, 
It's like Allah is grabbing us by the collar and saying, wake up. If you claim to be a person of iman, pay attention to this. This is not a light matter. This is not a small matter. And the Prophet taught us if you protect what's between your jaws, it's a very effective way to make it into Jannah. So the opposite must be true. If we don't protect our tongues, if we don't protect our words, then we may not end up in Jannah. And a person may think, but what if I pray? What if I this? What if... We, we know the story of when some Sahaba told the Prophet ﷺ about a lady. She prayed extra and she fasted extra, but she had a harsh tongue with her neighbor. Rahmatan lil alameen. The Prophet said there's no good in her. She's in the fire. But she prays and she fasts and she does this and that and this. But what fruit is coming from it? And what was the specific thing, the one thing the Prophet was told about her the one quality, it wasn't like 50,000 things and she does all of the... She does this one thing. She has a harsh tongue. She, she misuses her words, her tongue, her speech with her neighbor. Not even a parent, not a spouse, not a, her neighbor. The response, that one thing was enough for the Prophet, mercy to mankind to say, there's no good in her, she's in the fire. So it's not a small matter, right? It's a very big deal. Now the opposite is true. If someone uses their tongue to say a lot of good, to do a lot of dhikr, and it actually affects their character and their heart, and they say a lot of good things, they speak kindly to people, whoever they are, Muslim or non-Muslim, they just, they're, they're, they're smart with their words. Not in a conniving, clever way, but they're, they're generous, they're kind, and they say good things. If people are not careful with their words, shaitan will cause all kinds of problems between them. But if someone is careful with their words, there's a lot of reward, there's a lot of good, and it becomes a means, a catalyst for someone to be entered into Jannah. We ask Allah to forgive our mistakes, we ask Allah for pure tongues, and we ask Allah to also surround us with good company, because if you're surrounded by good company, you won't fall into this. But if you're surrounded by bad company then it becomes normalized and one thing leads to another and there's a negative domino effect. We ask Allah to forgive us and to grant us Jannah Amni Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhiru da'wan alhamdulillahi